We added more jobs, over half a million jobs this last month, and and the re, re the recalibration of last. Democrats were shuddering privately just right. a few days ago about how big the margin was going to be. Republicans were predicting a red wave, but they may end up with the same slim majority Democrats have had for the last two years. We are going to take the House back. But we've got so much more to do, and I have only begun to fight. You and I have a rendezvous with destiny. Welcome to a special episode here of the Ruthless Variety Program as we preview the State of the Union, fellas. I hope it doesn't sound anything like that opener that we just had. I gotta, My God. Yeah, I got to be honest with you. I think of all the previews and predictions we're going to hear today. The audio you just heard is probably the most prescient of what you'll hear tonight. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just so bad. I don't know what to expect. But, you know, the problem is that, like, the bar is set so low mm-hmm. that, like, if he doesn't trip and split his pants, he basically succeeds. <laughs> right? I mean, that's basically it. If he can actually formulate sentences in paragraph form, right. call it a big win for the White House. Yeah. If, if I had to guess, they are probably super nervous over there like they don't want to be nervous in front of him but i bet the folks around him are super nervous because they know a lot of folks are going to see this as kind of like a kickoff to if biden runs again and if he just like if, if he sounds anything like he did in this opening it's not going to be good yeah it's not going to be good not Mayor be pete good. is going to be like ear to ear smile you're like <laughs> yep this guy's not going to make it <laughs> so we like to give you something special for the state of the union you recall last year we did a live stream uh smug became ashamed of our postage stamp television <laughs> <laughs> and so now we're now we're gonna get we're in the process, by the way, of doing a full renovation where we give you some video and we didn't want to short circuit any of that. But you needed something for the State of the Union. So here you go. We're gonna have some fun. Yeah. Uh we might even give you a game. I think we owe them a game. Some kind of a drinking game, perhaps. I mean it's gonna be necessary, I think. Get thirty minutes with the fellas. Yeah. Get a cocktail. Yeah. Play the drinking game so you can survive the ninety minutes of Biden. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly right. Well, let me give you a little framework first on what we're dealing with here. Uh, Biden, this will be his first time facing the Republican-led House, you recall. He's unified Democratic control in his first couple of addresses. And so here we go. Now he's got to have a split delegation. It's going to be a very different receptivity than he's used to over the last couple of times. Uh, and there's been some previews. There's been some previews on things that he might talk about. My favorite was the New York Times framing. It just uh, came out here this afternoon. Biden to promote his path of taxing the rich and aiding the needy. Absolute lie. Absolute lie. (laughs) What a fresh take from the libs, huh? I mean, literally my entire life that has been the framework for every Democratic president. Right. every, Every Democrat has pushed this idea of maybe if we take more of people's money and spend it on ridiculous garbage... It will help the poor. Like, you know, somehow we'll get to step three and it'll just work. And all that's happened is that more and more money has come out of the pockets uh, of folks who have earned that money and none of it has worked. Like in major cities across this country, there's more poor people and other a significant number of them are angry and violent. Like that's been that's been the story of this administration. That's just the facts. That's that's the story of this administration. Well, and, and they talk about taxing the rich, but you see, you know, all of these so-called tax reforms that they've passed and they're really 
targeting people's Venmo accounts yeah. and waitresses' <laughs> tips. You know, it's like it, it, they reveal themselves. Well, and they always say they count on everybody being too dumb. Right, right. Every time a Democrat says taxing the rich, they're like they start cranking up the W two filers. Right, right. How many super rich people, honestly, do you know that file, file <laughs> W two taxes? No. I'm dead serious. Like there no. isn't any. Right. I mean, maybe professional athletes, yeah. actors. Uh, I don't know. I'm fresh out of ideas. That's that's a ba- basically the only two I can think about. It would be a W two, so like it's just basically targeting them. Just fake, <laughs> right? And that's yeah. just like Duncan said: is the reality of all this talk of like what is Biden going to do with these eighty thousand IRS agents? It's not going after the billionaires. He's not sending like a hundred agents after every billionaire in this country. We've already been told they're going through your Venmos, right? So if you have a fancy football league, the crackdown is coming. And today, news comes out that now the IRS is specifically targeting waitress tips. tips. Waitress tips. <laughs> like, and waiters, presumably, we don't want to be uh, not be inclusive. Yeah. And, and, and for the New York Times to be like, yes, this is how we're going to help poor people, this this vision that Biden has, it's horrible. Oh, they just it's run, an outright lie. They just run with it and aiding the needy. Unreal. Unreal. <laughs> oh, the Taxing needy. the needy. That's what he's doing. They aid the needy by uh, decriminalizing crime yeah. is, is how they aid the needy, apparently. Well, I mean, look, fellas, I, you look back on years past when presidents have approached a divided government, and they've handled it different ways, right? Obama basically used it as a wedge to try to uh, say that, you know, basically he's the only adult in the room and Republicans are all, you know, crazy people. And it wasn't particularly ideological speech, but it was it, it was driving the wedge that he would use for his reelection. Right. Two years later, right? Who was the member of Congress that I think it was Obama's first day of the union? Yeah, he's still around in South sh- Carolina. Wilson, they, Joe Wilson. He yeah, shouted, yeah. "You lie, yeah, dude! Right. What a hero! Right? What a what hero! What a hero! But that is so rad, and also so quaint. Considering years later, Nancy Pelosi is tearing up uh, President Trump's speech from the rostrum. Right? Yeah. Right. right. But that's okay because it was Trump. That's right. And, you know, and you so know no one bats an eye. I saw news where uh, Kevin McCarthy was asked if he's going to tear up, you know, the speech. <laughs> he said, "No, you know, I want to like unite every American." And it's like, dude, tear it up. <laughs> <laughs> Confetti. I just knew that take was coming. I knew it was too. In little pieces and throw it in the air, bro. Like just like like LeBron. You know how he has like a shower of chalk for the end? like that. Just throw it in the air. Confetti and yeah, bounce. Yeah, dude. But McCarthy, McCarthy's like, oh no, I think like America actually probably needs some adult leadership. Right. And Smug's like, no, no he doesn't dude. have to tear up the speech. He got her seat, pal. He got her seat. But but you got to spike the football, dude. I would have like I'd have like a uh, one of my people in the front row throw me beers like Stone Cold. Uh, <laughs> I'll just chug them right Smash there. them on your head? Be like, it's a new day, yeah. It's it would, a new day. It would be good theater if we went right to a camera and said, you know, I wasn't going to do this, but that speech sucked. <laughs> <laughs> but so, all right, so Clinton, facing the same sort of sea change mm-hmm. politically, uh, pivoted to the middle, right? They, mm-hmm. they started doing things like welfare reform. Yeah, an olive branch to the other side, if you will. Right. The excerpts that came out here and just the previews that yeah. have come out of what Biden's planning to do look like the furthest thing from accommodation and bipartisanship that I've seen maybe ever. He's, he's going to talk about taxes, high taxes, more investment in uh, infrastructure, more investment in health care, more, I mean, like all of the, and, and by investment, what we mean is like literally just going to have the government take all this stuff over, yep. right? Yep. They're just going to steal money out of your pocket. Right. Because we know they do a bang up job. Yeah, because it's been great so far, right? But say what you will about Clinton and Obama, 
they did not allow the Ch- a Chinese balloon to attack our country two days before they delivered a State of the Union address. I, I'm interested to hear what he says about well, that. Well, if you can think of a better way for China to deliver his State of the Union speech, I'd like to hear it. <laughs> Just go on to TikTok. <laughs> I'll read it out for you. No problem at all. So, I mean, look, I'm expecting very, very little here. I think the, the takeaways are very predictable. You're going to have a bunch of Democrats. Oh, yes, once again, the leadership of President Biden, which has guided us to a record economy. Like, that's my favorite part. You got, what's her name? Karine Jean-Pierre. That's, I just need you to say it because it sounds so much better. You got her out on all the cables talking about how wages are up. Mm-hmm. It's just not true. Yeah, it, it has not kept up with inflation in the least. Like, the real wage charts are hideous in terms of how the cost of everything in this country has gone up relative to wages in this country and and they try and point like we pointed out in our previous show that actually dropped this morning uh the reason it's difficult for unemployment to go down right now is americans are trying to afford eggs you're not gonna you're not gonna quit your job when you can't afford eggs (laughs) and this is one of the problems that this administration has had all along is that despite the fact that i mean we saw all the polls we read them all earlier this week Despite the fact that record numbers of Americans feel like the economy is terrible mm-hmm. and that their own financial situation is much worse than it was during the Trump years, they continue to sort of just be overly Pollyannish about the whole thing. Right. Right? Like, everything's great. You guys don't even understand how good. I think the disconnect there, it's always been there, but it's really wide. It's the right widest. It's, I think it's the widest it's ever been. And I think what you're going to see in a lot of the post-speech analysis is a bunch of journalists on panels crying about how Americans don't see how great this guy is. <laughs> and that's the thing is, is there's a certain like a uh, kind of condescending disdain that comes from the journalist class and this administration where it's just jam packed of these like Ivy leaguers who've always been told you're the smartest, you're the best, like that lizard person, Jake Sullivan, who cannot in any way relate to real everyday Americans. Inflation is not a concern to them because, you know, they'll just, Give a different tip or, or, or buy something else from Whole Foods. Like well, they've they never looked care. at the price of the thing that they're buying. They never look at it. Yeah. So they don't understand that, you know, you see record amounts of credit card debt is being accrued. It hit an all-time record. Americans are going to credit cards to make ends meet. Right. Which is the most dangerous, unhealthy thing you can do for yourself financially. But Americans are just trying to survive. And for, for this administration to, to be like, you folks are just too dumb to understand this is a good economy. <laughs> it's just so condescending. It is. The disconnect is just unbelievable. But in that vein, and we'll get more into the substance here in a bit, we figured what you need is a drinking game. Right? Because you, you certainly can't watch this thing sober, can yeah. you, fellas? Yeah, no way. No chance. All right. So what we've done is put together, I think, a, a pretty well-founded group of rules here. Uh, at the top of this, you're going to need a case of beer for sure, whatever kind of beer you like. And it depends on your crowd. If you have a big crowd over, you're going to need more than that. But you need a case of beer, and then you also need at least uh, one bottle of hard jar. Just yeah. Drop the keg. Just drop the keg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think if you're really feeling it, the keg, you know, is a, is a good is a good play here. And, it, you know, something in a hard jar, I'm thinking something like a brown liquor. I would go bourbon myself, mm-hmm. uh, whatever you'd like. But it's required. That's part of the, that's part of the rules. Um, you have a couple up top that I think everybody would be interested in, Smug. Definitely. So we're breaking this down into basically two sections. The pregame, which is like, you know, the, the pregame coverage every channel is going to have before. The it's all the B-roll starts. that is rolling as like Brett Bear is talking over top. Of it. Yep. That's the way to think of it. So th- this is for the pregame time. When you have a, a close-up of George Santos 
take a drink. (laughs) (laughs) And for those of you who don't follow Lib Rags, uh, because he's there every day, um, if you Google him, he's got big, thick, horn-rimmed glasses. Hmm. And uh, he's very very identifiable. Yeah. So. Um, Also, take a victory sip for each of the Supreme Court justices who showed up, uh, the ones who voted to overturn Roe. Oh, enjoy that. Save for that one. And that's interesting because notably during the Obama years, Alito, Justice Alito decided he's not coming. After uh, the previous year, Obama basically attacked the court mm-hmm. from from that was on uh, citizens united i recall that's right yeah and so alito said i'm not coming good yeah. i mean they've they've been besieged for like a year yeah as a result of of, of this administration and the journalists so that's a good one it could be one it could be five i don't yeah. you know who, who knows okay what else you got uh reporters say quote chance for reset oh that's a good one <laughs> you're gonna hear that uh, quote message of unity to a divided congress no matter what he says, they're going to say it's a message of unity. So or good. showing age isn't a factor. <laughs> <laughs> those are all good. So sips sips out of the beer on all of those, Smug. And then the the last one for the pregame, take a sip if the reporter starts explaining that members of Congress wait hours ahead of time <laughs> to get a seat to shake Joe Biden's hand. Yeah. There's always a few. H- have, your, have your remote ready, you know, because if, depending on how much you want to drink tonight. Because if you want some of these chance for a reset, message of unity, divided Congress, you might want to flip over to MSNBC or CNN. Yeah. Really get a flavor of how all of these reporters are spinning. It, it. depends how drunk you want to get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So choose your own adventure. Right. If Wednesday's a tough day for you, eh, maybe keep it on Fox. Yeah. But, but if it's not, this is MSNBC is a very, very good thing to do. Let me just say the outro. I want to add one to your mm-hmm. uh, piece. And this is this is my least favorite thing about the state of the union as he's walking out after the speech if there is a member of congress that stops this president for an autograph you finish whatever is in your (laughs) whatever you've got whatever the beers whatever's in the jar whatever you've got that gets polished yeah if you get the autograph seeker okay all right so during the speech um and you mentioned unity that's a clear drink. 100%. He's, and he's going to say that. <laughs> um, go ahead. You can do the next couple. So uh, every minute after one hour, take another drink. So like this is this is a clutch one. This is why it's a, it's a marathon. Ooh. It's not a sprint. Well, that's a good one because, you know, Bill Clinton did hours. Yeah. Uh, GW kept it fairly short. Obama loved the sound of his voice and challenged Clinton for that. Uh, Trump is kind of in the middle. It's kind of in the middle. So yeah, this is this is that's a good one. I like that. That could it could be you could have a multi-hour deal. I just don't think Biden could get through that. So I, I don't think I don't think they'd put him up to that. <laughs> I, I mean that would be cruel. I mean it depends on how together he is. You know, if they give him the shot of Prevagen, like we were saying, <laughs> uh, because if he's tripping over his words and losing his place, this could be we could be in for a long night. Well, the other factor you don't you haven't thought about. What if they put a little dish of Werther's up there on the <laughs> dais for him, just in case? I would it. just I would just hate to be the guy or gal who has to turn the teleprompter. You know, oh. as he's getting through this thing, because you know he's going to have his like his his own like ta- oh. tangents where you got to like stop it. Maybe yeah, go back a few places. Oh, that would be starts a making up lies like, "Yeah, corn pop taught me everything." Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like searching the the teleprompter <laughs> yeah. for corn pop. 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. So this is uh, another one that I, I'm I'm definitely calling. This is going to happen. Take a shot if he mentions a celebrity, because mm. that is the only thing these people actually love. They don't yeah. care about the working class. Yeah. No. The celebrities. That's absolutely true. Okay. All right. That's good. And and this is a a, a two parter. Drink if he says ultra maga. Mm. And then have another sip if the camera hard pans to uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene or Matt Gates when he mentions extremism. Okay. Oh, like got you know it. That's okay. Solid. And you know, right now the producers are planning all of these oh, yeah. shots. They're, they're getting it all ready. Okay. I mean, this the, honestly, this drinking game looks a lot like a like production notes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For the major networks. So you're going to have to drink if he says the border is secure, right? And that's going to be a tough swallow. Yeah. But you got you're going to have to do that. You got to drink if he says inflation is going down. Mm. Again, very, very difficult to get down. I like this next one. Yeah. I think this next one is a good one. If he says Jack, right? Because his whole thing, listen, Jack. Yeah. Jack. If he says Jack in the context of his State of the Union, finish the whole damn Finish it. Just absolutely finish it, right? Uh, Listen. You know how he starts every sentence with listen? Yeah. Yeah, that's the that's the way that he shocks his brain back into fully functioning. <laughs> it buys him a second or two to find the words. Yeah, he, that's it. He's just searching for it. Yeah. So the, these are the ones that you just you quick sip, listen, climate. You definitely have to hit that one for yeah. sure. And then if anybody detects a stutter of any kind, right? At that point, the person seated next to you, left or right, both need to take a sip. That's yeah. a good one. I like that. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, the rich. Fair share. Oh, gosh. Yep. Right? That's definitely happening. Yeah. Anything in that context, I think you're going to have to drink. Um, the balloon. Now, that's where the bottle of hard jar gets out. Right? When he's talking about the balloon, if he says the word balloon, you need to start pulling off that bottle. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know how he's going to deal with this thing, right? Trying to take a victory lap once it accomplished its mission? <laughs> Unreal. But also, you can't, you literally cannot, if you're a president of the United States, refer to a national security threat as a balloon. Yeah. Right? Like, the most primitive form of air flight. So, if he deals with that, I mean, that's where you got to get hard jar out, don't you think? Absolutely. I, I'm just really looking forward to how he manages to describe the balloon. This isn't exactly an eloquent man, <laughs> you know. But you're saying if he if he calls it a balloon, he's underplaying the significance. Yeah, but I don't know which way he'll take that. Right? At one level, his administration has been threatened by a balloon. Right. On the other hand, he could maybe downplay the significance of it altogether by calling it a balloon. Either way, the word balloon is fraught with peril for Joe Biden, in my view. Don't you think? Oh, I agree. Yeah. Okay, this one is where everybody needs to get involved and you're going to do a double shotgun. You're going to take down the beer and then you're going to take a bowl, a, a, a pull out of the bottle. The inevitable Nancy Pelosi tribute. You know it's going to be it's, there. It's happening. You know it's got to happen, right? Yeah. yeah. It's for sure happening. I think if you get a Nancy Pelosi tribute, and this is where, you know what, I'm going to take your side, Smug. I think Kevin McCarthy should get a portable natural gas burner 
and burn the speech. That would be the best. That would be the best. Because the libs don't, they don't like those ranges. <laughs> you know, like a Coleman camping oh, yeah. portable? Oh, that yeah. would be excellent. And then light a cigarette with it. Yeah. <laughs> Any tips on the post-gaming, fellas, as they're doing I, the B-roll again? Honestly, the post-game is the thing I, I usually look forward to. So if people make it this far... Uh, There's a chance that you might pass out based on everything (laughs) that was just listed ahead of time. Uh If you make it to the post game, the things you need to listen for, particularly on MSNBC and CNN, the terms historic, take a drink, (laughs) bipartisan drink, Republican anger. Oh, yeah, good. Big drink. You're going to hear that. A message of unity. (laughs) You're going to want to take a sip on that. And then if they say that Joe Biden showed that age won't be a factor. You're going to take a drink on that, too. This really is the production notes. Yeah, what they're going to roll with. They will certainly, during the post game on MSNBC or CNN, show how it. there's a such a juxtaposition. Look at these Republicans not clapping. <laughs> you know, there'll be the tisk-tisk of the not clapping. I guarantee you'll see that. And then, yes, definitely finish the drink in your hand. Oh, man, it's so bad. It's If you get through that, uh, terrific. The reward, you get Sarah Huckabee Sanders to give a... Uh, some sanity on all of that. I'm interested in everybody's thoughts after the after the fact on it. But this is going to be a tough speech to muscle through, fellas. Yeah. I mean, real, real tough. Again, I remind you, this is going to be a marathon. It's not a sprint. Pace yourselves. <laughs> you know, I think I think it's going to be tough for Democrats to watch as well, except in the case of potential 2024 rivals. If you see Pete Buttigieg with a big smile on his face. You know, he th- he's thinking opportunity. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, he's definitely tried to work. So one of the things the cabinet secretaries do with State of the Unions is they all use their people to sort of lobby the speechwriters. And they all, yeah. they, because they want mentions of their stuff. Like the infrastructure thing, I guarantee you, Pete's been pushing hard because he wants the camera time, wants the face mm-hmm. time during the State of the Union. Mm-hmm. So that's like a big thing to watch for too. Like who wins? Right? Is it? I mean, is it Pete? Is it Pete that gets the most FaceTime well, out look, of the cabinet? If I'm if I'm Pete, I'm going a different route here because you know how they always keep one of the cabinet secretaries back in case there's some massive yeah. you know attack. Right? They want you know government to still be around. Yeah, I'm lobbying to be that guy, and the reason why is simple. I'm going around the White House like Kevin McAllister, and I'm I'm, I'm putting little booby traps, little booby traps around for old Joe when he gets back. Maybe he takes a slip and fall. Maybe I'm next in line. Stuffing a few classified documents into his bag. Well, you, you know, if he really does trip and split his pants, everybody is going to write up who's the big winner, who's the big loser, and if Joe Biden is listed as a loser then I would expect to see Mayor Pete, Elizabeth Warren, Gavin Newsom, Josh Shapiro, and all of the rivals listed as winners. Mm, Interesting. Very interesting. Does anybody have any thoughts on Kamala? I mean, she's going to be standing right behind him, and we're going to... My guess is that she's going to have over-theatrical laughter during, like, media... Like, very mediocre lines. Yeah, that's a good guess. I bet that happens. Right. And, and I mean, the you know, they're all thinking they're lucky stars that she doesn't get a microphone tonight. Well, do you, <laughs> do you think she gets a shout out? I think, off the, well, they have to at the top. They think the right. speaker and but, the But that's president. the thing is, like, she's not going to get any shout out for her work of, like, 
You're the border czar. That's a yeah, right. <laughs> like, now that would be hilarious. Everything yeah. I've sent you on, you have. You failed. will know. You will know immediately that he's running for re-election <laughs> if he starts talking about what a bang-up job Kamala did with the border. Oh, oh my <laughs> gosh! What if he throws her under on yeah. like everything that he put her in charge? That'd be amazing. Yeah. I want to thank Kamala Harris for the wonderful job she's done securing our nation's border. <laughs> she, she informs me it is in fact secure. <laughs> <laughs> that would be love. But but I think you raise a, a greater point, which is the great unspoken reality that we're dealing with with the State of the Union is you have a sitting president that's now entering his third year, technically in cycle, right? without anybody so much as speculating on, like, is he running? Is he not running? Mm-hmm. Like, normally, a president has a reelection machine up and running mm-hmm. right now, and there's no doubt that they're running for reelection. He's left that door open, and now a lot of people claimed that the State of the Union was what he was focused on, and so immediately after, he'll turn the page towards it. Does he provide any nod here in the speech towards the future? That's a great question. That is a great question. That's, that's something to listen for tonight. It is. I, I got a couple quick numbers I wanted to cover, because I think that is very telling of where Americans feel about where our country is, and I think that directly affects whether... He decides to run again. Uh, YouGov, CBS have a poll, a new poll out, where they asked uh, American people what words to describe the state of the country. 62% said divided. 49% said declining. 41% said weak. You don't want to hear that if you're the sitting you know, president. Uh, what do people want to hear in this, about in, in this state of the union? 67% said economy and inflation. Yeah, that's that's a huge problem for him. But look at how many want to talk about immigration and crime. What are the chances he spends time on that? That's the thing is 47 percent brought up immigration, 45 percent brought up crime. Like Americans are struggling with very serious issues. Yeah. And, and Joe Biden, it's been on his watch. He's responsible for all this. He's gonna be like, and that's why we need more solar panels. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is electric cars will fix all of these problems. That is you. that Don't is you worry. That is the paradox that he finds himself in tonight is that he wants to spike the football and take credit for his supposed success but what the american people are worried about are the things he's going to be trying to say he solved yeah that's the problem do you think he'll raise anything about the the nuisance animal attacks you know um (laughs) i don't think so because this guy is so disconnected from reality he doesn't even know what's happening and i i just imminent danger in our midst maybe the 10 percent for the big guy is going to hank the tank the bear (laughs) Maybe that's the payoff. They're in collusion. And that's why he stays quiet? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> you know, well, that's, that's probably right. <laughs> We've got more animal news for you next time, but we wanted to just give you a little flavor for what you're likely to see tonight and know that the fellas are going to be sitting here drinking, uh, playing our game, watching this together. Well, I think we've done it. Absolutely. Again, everybody, all the minions, enjoy this absolute banger of a special State of the Union uh episode of ruthless thank you so much to all our listeners please drink responsibly this is gonna be a a marathon so until next time minions keep the faith hold the line and own the libs we'll see you on thursday stay ruthless 